It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. What the fuck is up, Mindy? Hi. <laughs> coming, in, coming in hot that time. <laughs> I thought you were yelling at me. I was like, I'm not even looking at my phone. <laughs> you thought I was mad? Yeah. No, I was just hyped. Oh, okay. And do you know why I'm hyped? I don't know. You know what episode number this is? Yes. What? 49. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not quite the Sorry. pinnacle. I, sh- I guess I, sh- I don't know how to distinguish from your hype boys versus your angry boys. <laughs> they sound the same. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell when I'm angry or when I'm really excited. Yeah. That might be an issue. <laughs> but when am I ever angry at you, though? Uh, you don't give me a reason to be normally. Right? You shouldn't yeah. have to think too hard about this. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I know of anyways. No, I mean, I just work, so yeah. I'm, like, I'm not doing anything. You work, you cook for me. You drive places. You buy things. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I have no reason to be mad. So if I ever sound like that again, just assume I'm hype. Okay. But then what if you're really angry? We'll worry about that when yeah. we get there. <laughs> anyways. Yes, we are on episode 49, as you said, and we're going to be discussing aliens. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like an alien sound, right? Uh, maybe I'll just put the X-Files uh, sound effect right there. Over it? Yeah. Over my alien sound? Yeah. The... Wait, can I do it? Do you recognize that? I mean, if you had, if I hadn't known previously that it was the alien, the, like the, uh, the X Files song that you, you would be to like, do. what is that? Yeah, if, I, I would have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. I've only shown Mindy like one episode of X Files, so yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's I like the episode. Yeah, that but... one was cool. I mean, but it was also it was one of the newer ones, so like old school fans won't wouldn't appreciate that you haven't seen any of those because <laughs> it used to be pretty crazy yeah but um, I'm, I'm sure it's a good show yeah it is I just don't... it's just it's there's a lot of episodes and a lot of throwaway ones too but a lot of really good ones yeah i just like i just it's not one of the shows that i'm like okay I wanna yeah watch like, more I, of i'm it. going to watch that yeah yeah i get that um it was more like more my type of thing in my time like when i was like around the age that would they would like that kind of thing i guess mm. Uh, but anyways, yes, we're going to be talking about aliens. So, um, yeah, I guess at the end is when we can kind of give our own opinion on if we think they're real. Hold on. Is that an alien? <laughs> I think Prince is just walking. Um, yeah, we can talk about like if we, you know, what we think about it and if it's real and if it's possible or if it's just all bullshit. Okay. But for now, you want to take it away? I know you, you sure. found something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Obviously, the thought of aliens have always existed. Well, not always, but, you know, it's been throughout history and things like yeah. that. Um, so, I decided to do this one on the Nazca lines. Nazca? Yeah. Like NASCAR without yeah, an it's R? N-A-Z-C-A. Oh, Z. Okay. Z. Almost. Yeah. Okay. You have any idea what that is? The Nazca lines. I, all I think of is like crop circle type things. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. So it's often viewed as the eighth wonder of the world, which um, mm. I kind of get, but yeah. Um. So these lines are referred as 
geo geoglyphs like hieroglyphs mm-hmm. but, but like in geographical yeah or, oh geological well it stands for ground drawings i guess oh, okay so oh there's another word that i i get after you for what? but not not so much get after you but i like it. you drawings? say yeah i like how you add an l to draw, <laughs> you say drawings yeah and it's cute and crowns. It's, yeah Oh, wait, crayons? Crowns. You say crowns? Yeah, crowns. Okay, those are both like southern things that you're doing, but you're not, you're like more <laughs> northeast, so I don't understand what's going on I with don't you. know. I never called them crayons. <laughs> just crowns. You had one teacher that would like repeatedly tell you, like talk to you about drawing, but, like, drawing know. with crowns, but, and then you never let it go. <laughs> well, because I don't even remember anyone ever saying like... Uh, like Crayola crowns. Okay. <laughs> Crayola crowns. Yeah. It's getting yeah. worse. <laughs> what well, do you admit? I, I I like the drawing one. It's cute. It's not like I don't have a problem with that. Crowns is <laughs> I don't know about that one. Well, I mean, I feel that's like a the, lot of people. It's a different word. <laughs> I think a lot of people say crowns. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> But I mean, it's, you, you know the difference with the context. It's not like I'm yeah. like a little like I'm gonna be like, hey, give me a crown. I'm not gonna be like, hey, give me like a, a, a royal a crown. crown to put on my head. I mean, like a Crayola crown to draw with. Crown. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, th- you gave me another word to pinpoint on. I, yeah, I forgot about that one. There's a few in there, but what the hell is that noise? An airplane. Oh, okay. It sounded like a wolf. We live near an airport. Yeah. Not that, that close to it. But, I mean, you see airplanes all the time. Well, yeah, because I'm always driving far away. Anyways, that's, we're off topic <laughs> here. Um, go ahead. Let's, let's, let's get into yours. Okay. Um, so, they're characterized by a massive series of lines that run, they run parallel for miles while also being wavy and crisscrossing. Hmm. It's it's almost similar to last week's stuff, like with the the lights that would do all these weird things. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. they're kind of similar, but this is in Peru. Yeah, not Texas, so we're probably not going to go see them anytime soon. Hmm. Um, they often uh, form into over three hundred different geometric patterns, including seventy animal and plant forms, and perhaps the most well-known is the etching of a humanoid figure nicknamed the astronaut. And so if you go to Facebook and look at the pictures oh, I yeah. sent you, um, that first one is And this the is astronaut. the second week in a row, too, with the astronaut thing. Mm-hmm. This one is not as creepy at all. Uh, but that first picture is the astronaut, and the, the other two or three, I forget which how many I sent you, but they're okay. like other examples of the lines. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at the first one now. And the way this the astronaut is the one with the big circles. Yeah. He looks like Wally, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Wally went Did to space. Did not exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be a good movie. Wally goes to space. What? That is the movie, though. He goes to space. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. It's been a while since this. It's been a while. <laughs> um, so the lines are found in a region of Peru that's over 200 miles southeast of Lima, which is the capital, and near the modern town of Nesca, um, mm, that's where which is where comes, the name yeah. comes from, and can only be seen in the air. Um, drawings on the ground are made... The drawings on the ground are made by removing rocks 
um, and the earth to create like a negative image. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Wait, sorry, did you give a date for like all this stuff? Uh, uh, oh, wait, you that. will. Okay, okay. sorry. Um, and so the rocks which cover the desert have oxidized and weathered to a deep rust color and then when the top 12 to 15 inches of the rock is removed the light colored high contrasting sand is exposed mm -hmm. and because there's little rain and erosion um the exposed designs have stayed largely intact to, for 500 to 2000 years so that's why they kind of look like that yeah i mean yeah i'm gonna have to these um images you sent i'm gonna have to put them on my facebook because these are like like, the lines are so clear. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, scientists believe that the majority of the lines were made by the Nazca people who flourished from around um, 1 AD to 700 AD. <laughs> Wait, 1 AD? That's what it says. That's, I mean, no, I, I believe it. Yeah. It's just weird to think about the year one. <laughs> <laughs> after Christ's death. Yeah. Is it really after Christ's death? Is, how, is that how that came to be? Well, I think it's, it's like some Latin term. It's like... Auto Domino is Auto Domino or something. No one cares. It was a long time ago. Alexa, what does AD mean? No, that is usually defined as advertising. That's not what I'm asking. She's Alexa, stop. She's describing what an advertisement is. <laughs> we know what an advertisement yeah, is. We see hundred today. Go back to your hole. Anyways. All right, anyways, I, I, it's something about yeah about Christ. Yeah. So the Nazca lines probably stem from a. Uh, um, like a ritual behavior used um, that they used to do back then. Um, so, so they made the markings big enough so their gods could see them from the heavens. Mm. Okay, um, I just looked it up. It is it's Anno Domini, which is an abbreviation used with a date indicating how many years have passed since the birth of Jesus. Oh, after the, I thought it was always the that's, death. That's on dictionary.com. So the, I guess... Um, the year of our Lord is like since Christ was born. So I don't know. I guess so. Like a year after he was born, they started making these lines. I guess, I guess. so. So maybe that's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So that's what people think that those like this ritual that the people of that area would do. But some <laughs> people think it was aliens. Hmm. That's how I tie it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I know. I mean, when you look at the pictures, they do look like some kind of things that would be on uh, ancient aliens. Mm -hmm. So some people think the designs are created to attract aliens, and they were made big enough so that extraterrestrial extraterrestrials could see them <laughs> from space. Um, and like patterns that um, have like you know fish, monkey, spiders, and like you know the astronaut one, um, they're only visible in the air, and the shapes um, include dozens of long lines and straight lines so they think that obviously these um, these patterns are man-made and so they think the people back then um, use them to like try to signal aliens mm. and so I, I mean I could see that and so what kind of like fueled this conspiracy more is that like I forget which year, I didn't say what year, but they found several bodies, which included a three-fingered corpse near where the lines are. A three-fingered corpse? Yeah, like if you're doing like the whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever major loser. Yeah. What is the whole thing? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, But they found that corpse near it. So they're like, oh, shit, that's an alien. Uh But then they did DNA tests on the body and then it was 100% human. So they kind of (laughs) ruined that. that, So, yeah, that's really all I have for that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the end? Yeah, that's really the end. They don't have a lot of proof about... I I mean, I looked at other (laughs) stuff, like the aliens made the pyramids, but I was like, um, no, they actually like had ramps that they used to move like the big stone blocks to Mm. make the pyramids. And then it was like all the other stuff. But like, I've seen these lines before, but I really didn't know what they were, you know? And now I know. And uh, from now I, on, I want you to end all of yours with uh, "That's really all I have for that." <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I'm presenting something like <laughs> like a book report. <laughs> yeah, in middle school, I'll be like, so the Catcher in the Rye was a great book, and today I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> and that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the ones you you sent me is like a. Um, it looks like a spider, uh-huh. basically, right? So it's like yeah, a, and the other one's like a hummingbird or something like yeah. that. So yeah, I'll, I'll put these in the group. Whoever is interested, go to Atypically Topical on Facebook and like it and share and share whatever. Subscribe, like, subscribe, comment, <laughs> hit that bell. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. There you go. That's <laughs> that's the Nesca light lines. Yeah, so. I could see how it ties into aliens if when you look at the pictures. It's, it's just crazy because like they're so like if people like so long ago were making them how do they know how which rocks to like destroy in order to make them you know if they they have no yeah like how do you have an aerial yeah Yeah. an aerial vision of what's going on yeah so again like i don't know people like those times like like in latin america are super smart Mm -hmm. like uh, the aztecs like that did so much with um astrology and they could see like what they could predict where the moons were gonna go the not the moons the stars <laughs> all of the moons all the moons <laughs> um like the stars it like mapped them out and everything yeah and have a good sense of like time and it's crazy to think that you know people back then were they knew so much about the natural world and stuff like that yeah so they were smart they were smart we're, our people were smart <laughs> our people yeah you know who's not smart who this guy in florida <laughs> so i set myself up for that one and then nailed it all right so <laughs> of course this is questioning florida a fan favorite and a staple of the of the brand dogs please stop walking <laughs> it's probably not going to be on uh, we'll see anyways um all right so this one is from december of last year oh, okay so pretty pretty recent it's not hard to find one every week it's just just go to google put in florida man florida woman you will get something did it happen on my birthday um i don't think they have the date oh actually it happened in october this is just a follow-up of yeah. you'll see just, Lame, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was questioning Florida, everyone. All right. Headline. Deputy cleared for shooting naked man armed with crossbow who claimed aliens were after him. Hmm. So yeah. it, this one ties in. I just, why why do they always have to be naked? Why is it like <laughs> 65% of the stories I read are a naked well, man? I'm sure like he was thinking, like, why the fuck do I care if aliens see me naked? Like, I need to protect myself. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. A Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office deputy. That was a lot of words. Has been cleared of wrongdoing after he shot and wounded a naked man who aimed a crossbow at him and other deputies as they attempted to arrest the man for barricading himself inside a house. That was a long sentence. <laughs> All right. So, um. No commas. No. Uh, I don't know. There's some Oxford commas in there. No, no commas. This is a run on. Who wrote this? <laughs> All right. Anyways, um. The sheriff's office deputies received a 911 call October 20th from a man who said that his son, 26-year-old Glenn Phillips, was under the influence of narcotics, of course, and had threatened to shoot him at his home, according to a Florida Department of Law Enforcement report. So, okay, so he threatened to shoot his dad. So, not cool. a great start. And he was on some kind of narcotics. Mm. Or narcotics. Any narcotic is bad, really. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's pot, then I don't know. Mm. That's a, that's your own fault. Like, pot doesn't make you want to shoot people. Yeah, that's on you. The father arranged to meet deputies at a convenience store, but never appeared, according to the report. Hmm. So, not great on his part either. Later that morning, the father called 911 again and said his son had locked himself inside their home and wouldn't let him inside. So, <laughs> later that morning. So, it's like... They have to respond, and they go back. Um, the father again told them that Phillips had threatened to shoot him with a crossbow, which mm. is definitely a Florida thing with a crossbow. Um, it's I feel like it's more badass than a gun. <laughs> I guess you know? it takes more. What it, it takes? Aim? Yeah, more skill probably. Yeah, because with a gun you can be just like yeah. Even if you miss the first time, you can just yeah. Keep shooting. A crossbow, you gotta like take it out of your uh, quill, quiver, quiver, quiver. Not yeah. quill. Um, Quill's the thing you write with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or um, on a porcupine. Yeah, you'll be like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just Come over here, porcupine. <laughs> Dink. Anyways, after several hours of unsuccessfully trying to get Phillips to exit the home, four deputies entered the home and heard Phillips state that he was armed and dangerous. Yeah. After they entered into the home, they observed him naked and armed with a crossbow, which he aimed at the door. At which he aimed at the deputies. Hmm. So that's that's where it's going really downhill. Um, the deputy told investigators he was in fear for his life uh, and the other deputy's safety when he shot and he wounded Phillips in the right armpit. Which, Ouch! Ow, but like, you got to give him props for that. He shot, He probably shot him on where he's holding, you know, holding the arrow back. Or, yeah, but like it hurts whenever like Joaquin bites us in the armpit. Like, <laughs> yeah. imagine getting an oh, arrow to the armpit. That's um, yeah, oh, yeah, but it's effective. Definitely is a good way to, I would say it's a good non lethal shot yeah. for somebody that has a crossbow to you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so if I guess if uh, someone ever has a crossbow pointed at you, just shoot them in the armpit and you'll be good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they won't die and. Well, you hope not. No, hopefully not. I mean, maybe you hope so if they're... I mean, that's how Selena died. Well, she got shot in the armpit by... Well, not, <laughs> not in the armpit, but she got shot, like, uh, in the arm, but, like, it hit, like, one of our, one of our major mm. arteries, and so she bled to death unless she was running away from the scene. I Fuck. feel bad for laughing now. <laughs> Fuck Yolanda Sandoval. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways... <laughs> Back to oh, this, I always have to bring it back to Selena. Somehow. Yeah, back to this lighthearted story. Phillips dropped the crossbow and was administered treatment by deputies and then EMS. The next day, he told investigators that when the deputies entered the home the day before, he was naked on the floor, praying to Earth and Native God. 
I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know what to make of that. So I'll just move on. He said he also believed that people or aliens may be coming to take a meteorite he had previously found because it was worth a lot of money. So people or aliens. <laughs> well, that last part I could see. There are meteorites that are yeah, like worth a lot of Yeah, I could see him money. finding one. Or it could just have been a piece of coal because he was probably high on something and he didn't know the difference. Why would he have coal? That's another Why question. Why would he have a meteorite? <laughs> <laughs> He also claimed he dropped the crossbow before the deputy shot him. So there's a, you know, you either got like a, a a deputy, probably one that's been on the force for a while, or some naked guy on the ground preying on drugs. So who are you going to believe at this point? <laughs> I got to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Phillips claimed he hadn't used narcotics the day of the incident, but hospital records indicate he tested positive for amphetamines cannabinoids and benzodiapines that's a lot of a lot of peens and a lot of peens and a lot of z's Peens. in there um he also told the television reporter that he had been using meth prior to the incident so he's conflicting so, his own story wait, right? so he says like he wasn't doing any narcotics but then he admits to doing meth later on uh, yeah is meth not an art is meth not a narcotic i guess I, not in his mind i guess, I guess. okay so obviously the the deputy this is where this was written was uh when the deputy was cleared of any wrongdoing which i understand <laughs> so phillips who survived the shooting was arrested wednesday and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and three counts of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer and that's where that left off so nice yeah cool mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, not a lot of lessons to take take away from that because I don't think either of us would put ourselves in that position. But if you happen to, uh, maybe be... I could find myself being naked. I mean, you and... do have a, uh, a crossbow. A bow. <laughs> I, I mean, cro- not a crossbow. It's a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. That's true. We just have nowhere to shoot anymore because we have a tiny yard. Yeah, but One day. um, <laughs> I don't think I'd do it naked though. Especially, <laughs> I, I think I'd just be afraid of the bug bites. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like That's I get true. bug bites and like. Well, he's, he was inside though. But but I mean, if we're uh, oh, if you're gonna sh- yeah, yeah sh- shoot. I up. think yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I get like bug bites in the like weirdest areas, and then people <laughs> are be like, "Why are you why are you scratching yourself there?" It's a long story. <laughs> people ask you that. <laughs> yes, yeah, like if you're itching somewhere. Yeah. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? No, they'd be asking like, "Are oh, you yeah. okay?" Yeah. Well, you were just scratching your elbow. That seems like a normal place. Well, but... yeah, but I mean, if I was naked, <laughs> yeah, then there are probably other places where they bite me. Yeah, you're right. Like my butt. Mm-hmm. All right. So for um, for this week, I found such a long like main article that we'll just skip the game. You don't have to worry about getting answers right or spotting the fake or anything. All right. Okay. So, because I found this very interesting. Um, and it's a little bit longer, so I just I wanted to kind of like spend more time. On yeah, it. spend more time on this than trying to fool you. All right, so this is from Vice.com. It was from December fourth, twenty eighteen. So it's close to your birthday, kind of. Mm, but it's not. <laughs> the next time, I'll make sure to find something from your birthday. Yes, exactly. please. <laughs> um, all right, so this was from um, the author of this. He talked to a doctor who treats people that think they've been abducted by aliens. That's like his specialty. And um It sounds like taboo. You remember that show? I think you mentioned it, but I don't what is it? What was it? So it was just like a show about like people that did more taboo things than others. So like they had um each episode they focused on like 
three taboos. So, like, mm. I remember one of them was, like, cannibals. Mm. The other one was, like, people that fell in love with objects. Oh, yeah. There's a name for that, but I don't remember what it yeah. is. Yeah. And uh, so this sounds like something that yeah, could be on the would show. Yeah, would be on there. But it's funny because the, the narrator, he's British, so he's like, the taboo. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, everything is like the taboo. Yeah. Um, so this guy, uh, Paul Doward, he's the one that he interviewed uh, this doctor who, well, psychologist that like talks to people mostly about that think that they've had like been abducted or had uh, some kind of abduction experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is like kind of him that's that's talking. Okay. Okay. Nicholas Dumont could not be more casual as we chat about alien abductions. It's not a hallucinatory experience or a spiritual one, says the clinical psychologist. The experience leaves physical marks behind, plus victims get extraordinary powers like the gift of healing or clairvoyance. Wait, what is clairvoyance? Clairvoyance is like uh, having premonitions or like, it's like the fortune teller people. like Uh, Like they can see something ahead of time. Gotcha. Uh, Dumont's patients believe they've experienced an alien abduction, with some saying they've been taken multiple times. Hmm. The claims are so convincing in their detail, says Dumont, that he's fairly certain something must have happened. Dumont isn't the first psychologist to specialize in this. John Edward Mack, a professor at Harvard and former psychiatrist, spent part of his life studying the same phenomenon, following nearly 200 cases of people who believed they had been abducted by aliens. Uh, In 2003, he explained in an interview, when you're talking to a psychotic who's telling you something that seems like a psychosis, you do get the feeling that it never happened. But in these cases, it's nothing like that. These people are healthy. They question themselves sometimes. Uh, They're describing an experience that's real and intense and something being done to their bodies. So, so far, they, they kind of both seem like they're, like they're open. They're not the kind of like skeptical you know, some skeptical psychologists uh, or scientists or just everyday people, right? Yeah. What were you going to say? No, they just like, uh, it kind of remind me of, um, about those people that think Bigfoot is real and all that, but like not that way because it seems like they actually believe it and people that do that stupid show finding Bigfoot or. Oh, yeah. There's something. like, what channel is that? <laughs> like, they always That's have. Planet. Animal Planet, yeah. And I was like, man, this show's gotten, this uh, channel, no, yeah, this channel's gotten really down to Yeah, down. oh yeah, that's what's happening to every channel now. Yeah. All right, so this is where uh, I'm going to read some questions from Paul to Nicholas, which is the psychologist, mm-hmm. and his answers. Mm-hmm. Paul, how many patients have you seen who think they've been abducted by aliens? Nicholas, firstly, it's not as if they all come in saying, I was abducted by aliens. But lots of them think that it might be what happened. In the four years I've been doing this, I've seen about 100 patients, all French. <laughs> I guess maybe of he, practi- the French. he probably practices there. I don't know. I didn't see where it was. France is the Florida of Europe. <laughs> uh, who have all shown signs of an abduction. I still see five of them regularly, several years after they first came to me. One of them, Sonia, has been experiencing these kind of abductions since she was little. And then, Paul, what do you do when someone shows up at your office saying they were taken? Nicholas, I have a two-pronged approach. First of all, the diagnosis. I want to understand who I'm talking to. A person is first and foremost a very precise personality and from a very precise culture. Their cultural context and their approach to the world are fundamental to this part of my approach. 
Then I go into the exploration phase with the patient. The goal is to clarify what they want. Some want to understand what happened, others want to end it, and of course, uh, many want confirmation of the idea that they were abducted. Mm. Lots of them ask me for hypnosis, but that doesn't always work. So yeah, that's what I was reading too when I was kind of looking up stuff is there have been tapes of people like being under under hypnosis and describing something that happened in their past that they just it just kind of came up in the last couple of years mm -hmm. but this guy doesn't do that apparently so um he's but, into that yeah so uh paul what's the evidence you look for that makes you believe a patient may have been abducted Nicholas, often these people tell me they were awoken in the middle of the night and found themselves paralyzed. They saw non-human beings around them, whether they were at home or in an, another place that might have been a spaceship. This sounds like sleep paralysis. Uh, it does. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that too. And we'll talk about that in a second. Sometimes they were in both. Sometimes, uh, oh... Some hadn't experienced anything until they woke up at home thinking it was morning before realizing 48 hours had just gone by. We call that missing time. It's very common. And there was a famous case of Betty and Barney Hill in 1966 where they had that happen, where they were like missing time. <clears throat> but yeah, I, yeah, when you said that too, like the sleep paralysis is, is like one of the main things that scientists say explains a lot of abduction scenarios. Because, you know, remember we watched like a that documentary about that? documentary, yeah. Yeah, where there's a documentary. I don't, it was old. It's been like years, but... Yeah, it was on Netflix, but... It was I, on Netflix at a certain point, but it's just sleep paralysis. You know, probably a lot of you have experienced it. It's like um, you can't move and you feel like you're awake and you'll see like a shadowy figure. That's always one of the common things. And then sometimes you'll feel like sensations or something, but mm -hmm. you can't move. You can't talk or anything. So that's, that sounds like um, at least an explanation of that part. Okay. Uh, all right. So he continues. From there, whatever your culture and background, the same elements are always there. Almost universally, my patients talk about the presence of a table, very specific beings, and uh, telepathic contact. And probing? Um, he didn't say probing here. Tough park light. Yeah, you're thinking of Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning these specifics right away focuses my thinking toward whether the person has actually experienced something or not. Very often, these people claim to have new powers. Some people can flow out of their bodies while others acquire healing powers. And most of them have marks on them from an experience. So the float out of their bodies one sounds like near-death experiences, which we've done also. Mm -hmm. So um, that's another thing that could be explained. But... You know, keep an open mind. Um, Paul, you talk about beings. Are there multiple races of aliens trying to contact us? So he just goes right for it here. Um, Nicholas, after several years of research and interviews, I am convinced that there are. Mm. It seems like... Okay, yeah. It seems like there are reptile aliens who sometimes provoke terror, other times a kind of love. Then you have the blonde humanoids who are very tall and paternal. Patients feel very good around them. It sounds like Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> there are also the little gray men who are particularly invasive and devoid of empathy. They are the worst because their coldness is very traumatizing. Sometimes patients also tell me of contact with insectoid creatures whom they perceive as superior entities, the ones in charge. Hmm. It's crazy, right? Yeah. That he believes that. Not. I'm not saying it's crazy that he thinks that, but that somebody that's this smart, right? That... <laughs> 
actually like thinks there's legitimate you know basis behind that mm-hmm. um, oh, really? <laughs> um all right so he continues and what are some of the personal traits of the patients who come to see you do you have any guesses on what they might have in common like the people that come in to see the doctor yeah well you said they're french right <laughs> well no personal traits not like oh like personality traits or like something that they've gone through in their life is what i'm going for oh something they've gone through in their life mm-hmm. um okay if they think they've been abducted, abducted by aliens what is that rooted in <laughs> um sorry i'm trying to think you haven't gone over this in your in your studies no because <laughs> yeah why would you I just, I can't think, like... Clearly? (laughs) No, but, like, what... I mean... Like, a foreign being... I mean, I'll say this, it it doesn't have... It doesn't seem to have a direct link... Oh, well, then I don't forget For me. Okay, yeah, I'll just go... I'll just edit all that out. (laughs) So, in the vast majority of cases, I'm seeing people who've experienced childhood abuse. Oh. Accompanied by deep emotional deprivation. Of course, that's immediately used by skeptics who make a connection between their trauma and the experiences they claim to have had. But in reality, those two things have nothing to do with each other. I truly believe that people who've been abused in the past have already been in contact with certain otherness. Their past experiences have created an ontological shock. We might compare this to going outside after having been in a dark room. When you've experienced an intrusion like having been abused as a child, I think you might unfortunately be more prepared than others to experience this kind of terrifying, uh, this kind of terrifying contact. Mm. So that's where he kind of links it together, I guess. But mm, I don't know. I don't know if like it's kind of the same kind of trauma because there's yeah. different kinds of trauma. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all right. So he ends with this question. Um, and what are they like after their experience? Uh, And he says, what's interesting to me is the very particular link that forms between the abductee and these beings. They can feel the next abductions coming in advance. Mm. I think it's like an initiation of sorts. After such an experience, you feel an overhaul of the self. Their guidance center in life isn't your specific personality any longer, but rather this mystery within you, something that's bigger than yourself. So basically, the person emerges from an individualist vision and acquires a vaster conscience. It's an awakening of the heart. So, it's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kind of makes it sound like some kind of transcendental thing that happens to you that changes you forever. And who's to say that it's caused by an abduction or there's just so many things that it also could be. You just never know. I have no idea. Yeah. As someone that, you know, studied, that studied psychology for seven mm-hmm. years, and um, I know a lot about, you know, children development and psychological stuff and stuff like that. This is not what I'm qualified to, like, talk about because this is something very, this is, like, more abnormal right, psychology. Right, right. This is, like, paranormal or, like... Um... Yeah, it's just, like, the not the... Stuff that I studied, and I don't think there's really one reason or way of thinking that would make sense of why these people think they were abducted by aliens. I mean, I definitely think there's definitely a cultural factor that comes into play into all this because there's definitely other cultures that um, have different 
they might have similar experiences, but it might be with, you know, religious figures or something right. like that. Like, you know, in Mexico specifically, there's um there's this little town. Um, there's like a pilgrimage that they do every year and it's uh and there's this like doll, a baby Jesus, and it's said that the baby Jesus will go and like help people in need. And so you see, like when you go to the church, there's like these big walls filled of um, like drawings and pictures of people like thanking this baby Jesus for like helping them yeah. in whatever situation. And it's like, isn't, could that be kind of like a similar thing where they have this? Are experience? you saying like people are kind of looking towards like aliens as a figure like a similar figure just to have something to explain what kind of things they're experiencing yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, there's definitely that's definitely a cultural factor for sure mm -hmm. like if it's i mean aliens are everywhere depending on where you're at i mean right. <laughs> you know if you yeah right if you're exposed to that maybe that could be like a facet that you kind of contribute to whatever you're experiencing or maybe it's yeah you know what i mean yeah. so so yeah, i think I, that's a big part of it for yeah. sure all right okay so we'll end on this then do you believe that aliens exist oh yeah for sure you do for sure yeah <laughs> of course they exist uh -huh. i mean our universe is so vast like it's more impossible that there aren't aliens than that there are aliens so yeah i have a similar feeling in, in terms of like you know the universe is so expansive that it's like it's hard it's I, it's kind be... of like cocky to think we're the only ones yeah. i just <sighs> but you know what there's probably <laughs> aliens that already are among us mm -hmm. you know who they are <laughs> you got me <laughs> alright sorry go ahead tardigrades tardigrades okay that's why I love tardigrades so much if you know if you don't know what a tardigrade is tardigrades like it's not really an animal is that that tiny microscopic yeah. thing that's like invincible to exactly any so, type of harm well cause here's the thing so tardigrades aren't all, like any animal on earth mm -hmm. whatsoever because they're aliens because they're aliens exactly and so what scientists have have hypothesized is that tardigrades actually are from space that somehow these tardigrades came on a meteorite that um fell onto earth and mm -hmm. they just repopulated from that meteorite that fell and now there's like all these tardigrades here because they can they they ha they can live in space they can survive <laughs> the vacuum of space yeah. and maybe they came from somewhere they're else. regular wally mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe so for your birthday we can do a tardigrade episode <laughs> Yay, I love tardigrade. even if we just release it uh to us only <laughs> Yeah, well, we can teach people about it. We're going to run out of topics eventually. So. Damn it, I should have done a tardigrade. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, I don't know if it's like, can be classified. Well, I don't know. It could be but an alien. What's the definition? Alexa, what is an alien? A foreigner. Alexa, stop. Okay, okay she's, getting, she's getting political now. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess tardigrades aren't aliens, according to Alexa. <laughs> A foreigner. All right, so anyways. So, yeah. All right. Uh, and I would say, 
I would I would lean more towards yes, but I'm not quite as like like all in on aliens. Yeah, I don't think like you know uh, Roswell and all these yeah. aliens. Are actually <laughs> I was gonna anything. do a story about the whole thing that's happening with the oh, that's, that's Area Fifty One. Did you know they turned it into a music festival now? What? Yeah, they turned it into a music <laughs> yeah. festival. I don't know if that's what they were planning all along, but I the whole society. the whole city is like like worried they're gonna go bankrupt because they don't have the resources to have like fifty thousand. I don't even know how many people. Like a million people signed up for that thing or something. They don't have the resources for all those people to show up, so they're kind of scared. It's supposed to happen in September, so we'll see what happens, I guess. It's but gonna be that, like another uh, what was that festival that the uh, fire festival. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's going to be documentaries about it eventually. Probs. But yeah. Anyways, all right. That was that was a. Uh, I learned a lot there. Yep. Let's go ahead and uh, raise our glasses here. Alright, bye. Oh, that'd be a good movie. Wally goes to space. What? That is the movie, though. He goes to space. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs>